Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. You're thinking, okay, here we go again. Two seconds, one second. The horn, no! Arkansas wins! The Razorbacks have won it! This year's team is built different. They're built more above the rim. Coach Matt Zimmerman on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Telco Federal Credit Union. Providing loans since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Apply online at telco.com. All right, let's go to the phone lines and welcome in Coach Matt Zimmerman. Coach Z, how you doing this afternoon? Hey, what's up, John? I'm doing great. Looking out the window here. It's a beautiful sunny day in Northwest Arkansas Foundation. We just had a Christmas party, oh. and uh, we did a we did a you know a few uh, honor some of our employees, and you know we got folks a couple of them you know leaving and all that stuff. So it's always it's just a good time to be here and celebrate people and enjoy the holidays. Did you do uh, any of the like white elephant, dirty Santa, like that type of party, no. or just a get together? No, we did do a clean Santa thing at our executive director's house a couple of weeks ago. Ryan White's the new executive director of the foundation, and uh, he came in July. He's already, you think he's been living here 20 years. He's he got a home, and he's uh, he had a wife and four kids, so we had a really nice uh, Christmas party at his place a couple of weeks ago. It was very nice. So today was just an office party and, and uh, you know, a little bit of food and fellowship and visiting. And we work through uh, through Thursday. Some of them have to work through Friday, and then uh, everyone will be off for a week. And the way we operate, the end of the year is very important for us because we will have people that will make some donations to the Razorbacks tax wise at the end of the year. So we'll have uh, usually one of our ladies from our membership team. We have four ladies up front that are outstanding, and one of them will all they'll all be here. Other than like Christmas Day or something like that, they'll they'll all be here through the holidays in case someone calls and wants to. Give us a good chunk of money. How about that? Yeah, well, I was, I was going to ask you, like, uh, I know we'll, we'll talk basketball here in a bit, but for the foundation, this time of year, I know it's always busy, but what's kind of the main focus for, for everybody there at the foundation uh, during the holiday season, obviously uh, going and visiting times, but it's just the work side of things. Like, what are you guys up oh, yeah. to? Well, that, and, you know, we've gone through the annual fund of 2023. That's done. Most everybody's paid that up. We're, we have to chase a few folks down. You know, make sure they get caught up with all their stuff through 2023. And then uh, we start back, and we'll give them a few days in 2024, but then we'll start hitting our, our membership up. And we have well over 8,000 members of the Razorback Foundation. And uh, we'll start asking them to renew their 2024 annual fund and start getting their, you know, trying to make sure they get their football season tickets or their basketball or both or their baseball or all three or whatever they have. So, you know, it's, it's time to renew. Just when you get it all paid off, it's time to renew it again for the next year. It's a, it's a cycle, obviously. And then, you know, we got a lot going on. It used to be us, the uh, University of Arkansas Development people, uh, the Alumni Association, and then you had Learfield, you know, which is more, more corporate sponsorships. And now you also have name, image, and likeness. So we're all not necessarily competing, but we – we all have to protect our own interests, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's all going to the same place. It's all helping the Arkansas Razorbacks, but the alumni association is different than the Razorback Foundation, and the University of Arkansas development is different than, you know, name, image, and likeness uh, giving. So there's a lot of a lot of sides to it for sure. Well, Coach, I know that uh, we'll talk uh, some other things, but basketball-wise, 
The Razorbacks came down here. We talked to you last week about coming to North Little Rock and Simmons Bank Arena. The Arkansas team did get a win, and that's what's most important. But, yeah. man, uh, having that 20-point lead and then blowing it to where it got dicey there at the end. Again, you'll take the win all day, but uh, it, it's hard for Coach Musk to really be t- uh, too thrilled with the way that his team ended the game on Saturday. That wasn't really how you wanted to. You were so happy when the buzzer sounded. And for me, it was one of those games that when the buzzer did sound. And I was right in line with their kid, number 11, that was shooting the three to tie it. And when he missed that, you know, Layton had a chance to ice it. Mm-hmm. And he missed the front end of that one and one. And, and and they had a clean, pretty clean look. The guy dribbled down. I thought we were going to foul him on purpose. It looked like Layton was going to foul him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which would have probably been a good thing. But as it did, the, the, the point guard, Joe Anderson, kind of pivoted away. He shoveled that pass, and they were open and had a pretty good look. But it was right in line where, where Chuck Barrett and I were at calling the game. As soon as it left his hand, you're like, okay, he's not going to make that one. And so that was a good thing. But when the buzzer sounded, I think throughout the whole arena, Simmons Bank Arena was just kind of a, okay, we won. And it, instead of just being happiness, it was uh, more just relief and um very surprising. Basketball's a crazy game. I mean, when we were up 20, I mean, I I was thinking, well, we may win by 30. We might win by about 20. We might just coast here the rest of the way and just kind of play with them even. Or maybe Lipscomb makes a little run and we win by 14 or 15 or 12 or something. But sure, sure didn't expect that lead in a five-and-a-half-minute on-the-clock time go from being 20 to being one. Never would have ever thought that. Would not have dreamed that up, and it was a combination of us not doing well against the zone, and Arkansas played pretty well against the zone some this year, but we didn't we didn't do as well against the zone, and that and kind of just started settling for jump shots, and we got no offensive rebounds during that stretch, and they got hot, and it was a uh, it wasn't a thing of beauty for the Razorbacks, but at the end of the day, you win, it's a whole lot better than a loss. We would all be really worked up if we'd have blown that lead and lost that game. So there there's some positives. And we said it after the OU game, hey, go win the next four games, which were North Little Rock game, three games in Bud Walton Arena before you hit the road in the SEC. We haven't played a, an SEC, we haven't played a road game, period, yet. So we're still on track to win, you know, a four-game winning streak. One of them's down, and uh, go win some ball games, win these next three, and, and hit the road in the SEC, and let's, let's see if we're serious, you know, contenders to go compete for an SEC championship. Speaking with Coach Matt Zimmerman here on Out of Bounds, thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union. Uh, Coach, uh, we'll move on to the next part of it, but I did want to ask you with the news of Keon Minifield being eligible to play yeah. and play nearly 20 minutes in the game. I know it's going to yeah. take a little bit for, uh, I'm sure, him to get a lot more comfortable there in game situations, but just what did you make of the situation of him becoming eligible, and also what can he do for Arkansas the rest of the season now that he's able to play? Well, he's got a chance to really get a lot better because he's been practicing every day, but Practicing is different than playing against Lemscombe or playing against Auburn or playing against North Carolina. So it was good to get him out on the floor. That's been kind of brewing. And people think, well, this had to do with the NCAA eligibility as far as, you know, them saying all the all the transfers were now eligible, which is a great, great topic of conversation. But it really had nothing to do with that. It was more just making sure all the eligibility because he wasn't eligible when he first left there. So there were some hurdles. That's why – the university had announced back in the summer, hey, he's probably going to redshirt this year. And uh, I think we called it a non-scholarship redshirt. 
And as it turns out, you know, as, as the semester went on, he'd been here all summer. He was getting through the semester, and there was a chance the staff saw an opportunity to go, you know, go through the compliance office and get him eligible. And so it was very, very nice when you get through the semester. Friday was the last day. All the tests were done Friday, Thursday. Finals, uh, Friday's a makeup day. Everything was done, and boom, they could announce him being eligible. That was a good shot in the arm, and we need that. Um, I think he's going to hover right there where he hovered. Uh, you know, eight, about 19 minutes a game, he sit right at 20. Um, I think that's where he'll hover. He'll have some games where he gets into 30 minutes because he'll play well. Um, he may end up taking over as a starting point guard. I do think we'll see how Ellis back. Um, that's just me. I don't have any inside information just from what I see. And I think L is very good. I think I think L has an opportunity to help. And uh, L was rolling early. He was playing very well through the exhibition season, through beating Purdue, beating Duke. He was good. You know, he had that. He didn't do anything in the Bahamas. Plays outstanding against Duke. And then he was having trouble just getting any minutes, and he's still having to fight for minutes, no question. But I do think L, KB, Tremont, Mark, those guys are going to have to play, and I think Minifield's going to play. I do too. I I really like the explosiveness that uh, we saw, because even though uh, I saw a stat that, you know, Keon Minifield had an offensive rebound there in the game, and you know, that's something that you know, Coach Muss has been really hammering. Yeah, for Caleb Battle and Tremont Mark, they, they, I think they only have one offensive rebound combined this season. So that's right. that's those are the little things, Coach, that I feel like can really make a difference on this team where we know they got the talent, we know they got the abilities, we know that they got to continue to figure out rotations that work and, and play better defense. But those little things as far as just, hey, getting your guards out there to get some more offensive rebounds, that alone yeah. can really change a lot of things for this team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Tremont Mark's a great player. Uh, he's now he's the second leading scorer on this basketball team, and we're, we're seven and four. And we know we need him. We know he can score. And he's got, you know, he's got like twenty six offensive rebounds. He's got no, no, no. I mean, defensive rebounds. He's he doesn't have an offensive rebound, and that that's stunning because it's not like he's a five ten guard. I love Tremont Mark, but he had three defensive rebounds the other day. He's got he's got twenty seven on the year. Defensive rebounds, and he's got no offensive rebounds. And this is not a, this is a, this is a kid that's got size and length, and he and he's played you know almost 300 minutes, and he had to go get a few <laughs> offensive rebounds. Benefield came in, boom, plays that amount of time, gets a, gets an offensive rebound right off the bat. Layden Blocker, he's a very good offensive rebounder, but L, Trevon, KB, those guys would have to fly in there when their teammates shoot. Fly in there. You know, KB had one offensive rebound going into the game the other day. One. And he had zero. So he still got one. And, and you know, he's a, he's a guy that's played right at 300 minutes, you know, hmm. 275 minutes. And that, that's just too many minutes without getting some of that other stuff. And I, I still think this team has got a lot of work to, to get to where Coach Muslim wants to be taking charges. You know, being more consistent, living at the free throw line. His teams drive and they just eat up free throws. And this team will shoot a lot of free throws above Walton Arena. Always have throughout the history of time in this team. But we go, that was a home court the other day in North Little Rock. Not the court we play on every day. That's home court environment. We shoot eight free throws. And so there's a lot of things they got to work on. And this got, this team's got a lot of guys that can shoot, capable shooters. So I think that's going to be fine. We'll have some games maybe you don't shoot it as well, but we shot the ball pretty well. We don't shoot it as good as we did 
making those threes in the first half might not have won that ball game. So, yep, there's definitely factors, John, that, that they got to work on. That's why Coach is going twice a day right now trying to get that stuff fixed. Well, Coach, I know that uh, it, they got a few games until SEC plus start up against Abilene Christian on Thursday and then UNC Wilmington, another really good team uh, there on the 30th. Then it, you mentioned SEC. So I, you're, I know you're focused on Arkansas. you got a lot of other things going on. But what do you just make of the current state of SEC basketball? Because oh. uh, Ole Miss still undefeated 10-0, South Carolina 9-1, and Mississippi yeah. State, Auburn 9-2, 8-2. Yeah. A lot of good teams and a lot of basketball to be played. But just what do you make of – the non-conference slates and where the SEC stands right now. Uh, been okay. It's been okay. It has not been what we would like it to be as far as there have been some very good wins in the conference. You know, Kentucky beating North Carolina. That was a very good win for the conference. There's been some good wins. Uh, Memphis is leading the SEC right now, by the way. They beat everybody in the SEC. Play. <laughs> uh, and, uh, by the way, I'm glad they're not in the SEC. But you know what, John? There's been some tough losses. It's kind of upside down right now compared. If you look to where the, the league was in March, when things ended, the bottom teams were Old Miss and South Carolina. And they hadn't played a conference game. But as you said, they're, they're sitting at the top of the league. And it doesn't matter because we hadn't started. But as far as non conference records, now they've not played very tough record teams. But, you know, Kentucky's got two losses. Auburn's got two. To me, Mississippi State. It's just been okay. They've had a couple of tough losses. Um, Florida's been okay. Tennessee's been pretty good. I like Tennessee. Teams uh, that I picked to win the league were Arkansas and Texas A&M and Tennessee. I thought that was the three best teams. And Tennessee has, has been good at times, but they've, they've struggled at times. Um, it's, there's, there's some questions. Uh, Vanderbilt is not very good right now, unfortunately for them. LSU has had a losing record. Now they've climbed to 6-5. and five. Alabama six and four, A and M, the team that a lot of people thought could win this league, they're, they're seven and four, you know, and I and kind of thought they would be better than, than what they've been. And so there, there's been some good wins. Our league has had some bad losses, like the people like Presbyterian, and so the league needs to finish strong. It, it really does, you know. Like A and M, they lost to FAU, who's the Final Four team last year. They lost. Virginia, they scored 47 against Virginia. You know, they lost to Memphis, and the other day they lost at Houston. Uh, that's a team that I that I thought it might be January, middle of January, late January, before they had four losses. They got four losses before Christmas. So the league's been, uh, let's just say the league's been been okay. The uh, league has not been, not been great. Well, Coach, before I let you get out of here, just since uh, it is – Christmas upon us. Uh, what do you have planned? Anything uh, big as far as travel or anything special, traditions, anything like that? Well, we just, you know, it's just fun around the university. Kids are all gone, so it's kind of nice time here, John. You could look out on Razorback Road, and it's uh, you can walk out there right now. You know, it's nice. The pace slows down, and uh, you can maneuver around town, so it's just nice to be here right now, and then we'll be here through the game on Thursday, and then uh, I'll go down, and I'll see my folks and I will go see family, you know, in Central Arkansas a little bit through the holidays. And then, you know, we'll, we'll be gone long. I just use just a couple of days. And uh, because it's a lot, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, I love to see my family, see my parents and see my siblings. And, you know, I, I got a couple of brothers. I, I wish I could see more. My sister, I see a lot, you know, but just see all your nephews and nieces and all the kids and my, you know, just a lot of folks. So 
looking forward to seeing a lot of people over Christmas. And uh, it's nice, you know, we, we get a, we get a little bit of time off here, um, so that's nice. Away from the from the foundation for a, for a few days, and that's nice. And we play on the twenty first, as you said, against Abilene Christian, and hopefully we can uh, beat those guys, and uh, the players can leave and go with a good taste in their mouth. And then we come back on the thirtieth against Wilmington, and then we have a whole another week. Yeah. And the whole another week will ring in twenty twenty four. And we're just not playing any games right now. And then we will play Auburn, and I can't wait. You know, the Razorbacks, I know we'll talk again before this a couple times, but, I mean, I have to look it up, but we're like 26-4 and all-time or 25-4 and all-time against Auburn at home. We have a good record against Auburn and Bud Walton. And uh, so that'll be fun, and hopefully that'll be an awesome, packed atmosphere. And Hogs need to start good. And, you know, we always – not always, but we've had some years we haven't started the SEC very good hmm. in basketball, and then we finish really strong. I would just love to see us this year start like 5-0 and or something hmm. and have a great start so we could get our juices flowing to try to win the SEC because I do think it means something, and yeah. I know it would be great. Yeah, let's just hope that uh, a strong start in the SEC doesn't mean the opposite, where it's a bad finish. <laughs> you know, you know, That's right. Yeah. Well, we'd rather have a strong finish. We will take the yes. strong finish, but – it sure would be nice not to, you know, we've had some years where it's been one and four, yeah. two and four, and one and five, and we just have to dig out of a hole, you know. And I think this year, the way the schedule of the league lines up through January, we got a chance to really get some good wins early, and uh, that's going to be important. And we got to start March Madness is a long time away, but it gets here fast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, beating Abilene Christian, beating Wilmington, that'll be nice. But that's not going to move us up a lot of seed lines, is it? And so we need to start winning and, and get to where we're tracking up the seed lines in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, that, that matters. You know, you, you can be an 11 seed and make the Final Four. But it's been proven through time. you got a lot better chance to make the Final Four if you're a 1, 2, or 3 seed. Just, that's just a fact. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Have a Merry Christmas, safe travels, and enjoy the holiday weekend. And we look forward to catching up with you next week. Awesome. Thanks, John. Merry Christmas to everybody at the Buzz and everybody in Central Arkansas. Merry Christmas.